Welcome to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. I'm your host, TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy, and the season's over, guys. Um, the last race of the season, Pomona, California, uh, this past weekend. So, champions were crowned. Um, Steve Torrance getting it done in Top Fuel. Uh, and funny card, Ron Caps getting his second um, championship. Uh, Greg Anderson in the Pro Stock Car Class with Dallas Glenn getting the Rookie of the Year over Josh Hart. Uh, it was a close competition, but Dallas certainly earned that. Uh, so congratulations to those guys. And Matt Smith getting it done in the Pro Stock Motorcycle Class. So it was a very exciting weekend. Uh, lots of news dropping. Um, you know, I, I'm just most excited about this new Toyota Supra body. Let's just talk about that first. The GR Supra, uh, from Toyota is going to be on the track next year. It is a nice looking funny car body like that. I can't wait to see that thing shoot flames. Like it's. It's gorgeous, um, especially when it's going to be in that um, that DHL wrap and that uh, Rocket Phones, uh, Bandero Tequila uh, for Alexis DeJoria and Robert, uh, not uh, not Robert High, J.R. Todd. Like, um, yeah, that, that that's going to be very, very cool. Alexis said we're bringing sexy back. Um, it is certainly a tasty looking body. Um, yeah, I mean, all the bodies out there now are pretty swoopy and aerodynamic and very futuristic looking. Um, you know, the Camaro looks amazing. The, the Dodge Charger Hellcat looks amazing. Um, and the Mustang looks amazing. So naturally it would be good for Toyota to, to bring something out. Uh, they've been working on this design for two years uh, and it's the fourth generation of Toyota funny car body. We've had Celicas. We've had uh, we had Camry for a, a long time, uh, about ten years. The, the Camry, um, it, it's it's won some championships. It's a very good body. Uh, but this new super body, I think, is gonna be really really cool looking. Um, how about Alan Johnson joining Kalita Motorsports? Uh, that is, I think, one of the the rumors everyone was was like you know that was one of the ones that was like oh wait wait a minute we should actually pay attention to this one <laughs> this is kind of crazy um it is in fact happening um and um Sean Langdon in an interview when Amanda Busick was trying to get a little bit of information out of him <laughs> uh Sean Langdon was like well it's not going to suck for us so that kind of confirmed that uh, before it was actually announced. And then how about NHRA 24 seven streaming service on Tubi? That is so cool. Tubi is a free service. You could download the app. You, you just have to deal with some ads, but you can watch movies, TV shows and everything. Well, they have the whole like Fox's broadcasts on Tubi. You can watch them at any time. It's free, totally free. Um, I mean that that's very good for the sport. They're, they're uploading more, uh, as as we go, but we're here for, for performance, and 
It was an interesting weekend because it wasn't typically weather that we would see at this time of year in Southern California for the uh, for the finals. Uh, let's get ready to call it the Winter Nationals. Um, so let's just jump right into it. We're going to talk about some good stuff here. Okay, so the Auto Club Finals at Auto Club Raceway. This happened November 11th. Through the 14th, 2021 in Pomona, California. All right. Starting off in the first session, we already know Funny Car starts. Um, so they started that. Now, this is all going to be on on uh, Pacific time because that's what they are in. Um, so at 4.05 p.m., weather conditions. Here we go. Air temperatures, 88 degrees. The relative humidity is 16%. The barometer is reading 30.03 inches. Adjusted altitude is 3,187 feet. The track temperature is 103 degrees. Uh, The first pair, uh, well, it actually wasn't a pair. Uh, Gary Densham and Alex Milodinovich pull up into the beams. Um, So... uh, Densham gets up there. He hits the throttle and nothing happens. Um, So Alex is the only one that's going to get a time here. uh, 4.734 at 206 miles per hour. So, you know, we we know that car wasn't running through the finish line. Uh, He was on a strong pass, uh, you know, passing half track. uh, But the car went silent after that. So next we have Chris Morrell uh, and... Morel fires and falls back right after 60-foot lights. So, basically, he just went right up in the smoke. Uh, it crosses the line at 7.165 at 90 miles per hour. So, next we have Tony Gerardo and Jeff Deal. Um, this is going to be our first full two full pulls side-by-side. Uh, Gerardo gets the better of it, 3.988 at 316 Point zero eight miles per hour. Jeff Deal in the other lane, in the right lane, runs 4.031 at 314.24 miles per hour. Uh, so looking at Gerardo's uh, incremental times, he's going to be number one. Uh, he's the first three-second run we've seen. Uh, 8.90, 60 feet. 3.30, uh, At 6.60 feet, 3.221 uh, going 273 0.11 miles per hour. So solid run. Um, two passes to the finish line. Uh, Gerardo is 0.0.00 off his career best on a clean pass. Dill runs his season's best right behind him. Uh, so that was a that was a nice side by side drag race here. Uh, so next we have Chad Green and Bobby Bodie. I called him Bob Bodie a lot on last week's podcast. It was kind of funny. Um, so he doesn't get, he doesn't make a full run here. 10 seconds. He crosses the line in 10 seconds and just over 81 miles per hour. Chad Green is the one who gets the better of this one. 4.002 at 315.19 miles per hour. Uh, still not going to be, uh, Enough to get Tony Gerardo off the pole. Uh, so, so moving on. Next we have. Let me see. Terry Haddock. And then we have Paul Lee. Okay. Neither car gets down representative. You know. Ne- neither puts down a representative number. 4.432 in the right lane for Paul Lee. At 
just 248.98 miles per hour to Terry Haddock in the other lane, 6.460 at 116.42 miles per hour. So Lee gets near uh, the finish line. He gets near... um, let me see. What does that say? Lee gets near the 66 like before giving it up too. So basically, um, both cars gave it up at some point. They didn't make full runs here. Uh, looks like Paul's problems happened after half track. Next, we have Jim Campbell and Tim Wilkerson. Uh, again, two two cars that struggled to get down the racetrack. Uh, 7.606 at uh, almost 80 miles per hour for Jim Campbell. And then for Tim Wilkerson, 4.346 at 221.09 miles per hour. So solid 60 foot for Tim Wilkerson, 886. Uh, But they're going to have to pull it back around tomorrow and try it again. Uh, That Jim Campbell wrap, that in that, that, uh, monochrome moon eyes it, it is that is one of my favorite liveries that uh we see out there i mean part so a big part of the sport is what the cars look like it's just a big car show honestly uh it's the world's fastest car show uh but the, i mean the cars are gorgeous they're so shiny like you would look at them and go oh they, you, they don't necessarily look shiny but i mean they are gli- they they're it's a car show you know uh it's actually rule and it it kind of it helps if the car is clean for with wind resistance and things like that. Uh, but next we have Alexis DeJoria and Robert Height. We get two three-second runs here. 3.954 at 3.18 for Alexis DeJoria in the left lane. And then Robert Height, 3.894 at 330.55 miles per hour. So that's our first one of the weekend. Robert Height in the AAA um at the you know for a long time triple a, well this is in southern california so triple a of southern california uh is on the side of that hot ride so it, it's good that he made it down the track height returns to his prior performance tune up and powers to the new top spot with a big et in speed clean pass for DeJoria into number two spot for now alexis DeJoria's incremental times we're going to go over uh, the incremental times now. 891 for Alexis uh, at 60. At 330, 2.270. At half track, 660, 3.198. At 278.81 miles per hour. Uh, so next we go to Robert Height in the right lane. Robert, 872.60. So that's the quickest of the session. Uh, at 330, 2. 2.241. Um, at at half track three six sixty six sixty uh three point one five five, which is not a bad number in a funny car. Two point eight two point seven. Oh, I'm sorry. He was running at two hundred eighty two point seven two miles per hour uh, for the number one spot. So big, beautiful run. Header flames were big and full going through the lights. Uh, once they get that all that fuel going through those engines, those flames get really, really big and bright. And you can see uh, it, it's it's almost like electric looking. It's it, it's such a hard feeling to describe uh, the flames. Anyway, anyway, here we go. Side by side alert here. Uh, we had a side by side alert previously as well. Uh, but Bob Tasker and John Force actually posted this one on my Instagram. Um, Side by side, three nineties, 
Uh, Bob Tasker, 3.975 at 318.24 miles per hour to John Forrest. How about John Forrest? 3.939 at 328.14 miles per hour. He was getting it down low with that big speed. Uh, So let's look at the incremental numbers. 867. John Forrest, 60 foot. That's definitely the quickest of the session. 2.246 at 330. At 660, 3.188. So not a few hundreds off, Robert. Um, And then he was moving at 275 passing half track. Um, So last week I said that it was a swing of like 40 feet. It's or 40 miles per hour. So they're going 275. And uh, yeah, 275. And he crossed at 328. So that's almost like 60 to 70 miles per hour swing, you know, in 340 feet. It, it's truly incredible how quick these cars move, especially down at that end of the racetrack. Um, so that was a great drag race. It was a very nice side by side drag race. Both head of flames. Uh, shooting over the roof in both lanes. So then we got J.R. Ty and Cruz Pedregon. Uh We all know these two aren't sending each other any Christmas cards. We know that. Uh, so Cruz gets the better of this one. 3.939. Same run as John Forrest, but this is the kicker. Three point, or he was doing it. He crossed the uh, finish line at 300, 321.96 miles per hour. John's going to get the spot because he was moving uh, seven miles per hour faster. So he's going to get the spot. Uh, they lead together uh, just one thousandth, one thousandths apart. Uh, 068 to a 067. So don't think these guys aren't thinking about uh, racing and qualifying. They're trying to get off the line. They're cutting. They're trying to cut light. Uh, 67 for Cruz Pedragon. So he was he was up and at. He was ready. Uh, so let's look at the incremental numbers for Cruz. 877 to 875 for Jr. Uh, 225 one to a 227 three. 2.273 to a two point. Two five one. Want to make sure I say it both ways, just depending on how you receive it. Um, the six sixty mark. Uh, Jr. had encountered some issues here. Three point five four there, so that was nothing doing to Cruz Petrocon's three point one eight three. He was on the pace, moving at two hundred seventy five miles per hour. So last up, we have number one and two in the points. Matt Hagen and Ron Caps. Ron comes in the points leader. Um, so Ron is the only one who gets down the racetrack in this one. 3.908 at 329.83 miles per hour. Caps gets another three qualifying points with a clean pass to the finish line. Hagen was away first and had a better had better incremental until right around 330 feet light. Uh, when the tires shake loose. Uh, so Ron Caps times. Here we go. 875.60. To Matt Hagen's 868.60. Uh, still not as quick as John Forrest, 864 or 867. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, 330. Uh, Ron Caps 2.235 to Matt Hagen, 2.245. So he was still on pace there. Uh, he wouldn't get a representative time at 660, though. 3.301 for Matt Hagen to uh, Ron Caps. Very good. 3.165. Moving at 277.77 miles per hour. Uh, So that was a good session for the floppers. Uh, Moving on. 
We got Top Fuel Dragster. We got Top Fuel Dragster. Okay, so air conditions. I don't think they've changed a whole lot. Um, uh, we got Brandon Welch. He's first up in that max mileage car. It's a really nice looking uh, top fuel car. Uh, he doesn't make a full pass, uh, but he crosses at 4.766 at just 167.66 miles per hour. Uh, he, Welch was on a good pass until just before half track when it pushed out a head gasket, started getting those uh, bright colored flames. Uh, Cam Foray. How about Cam Foray? That EMPI car performed all weekend. I mean, I'm spoiler alert. He went rounds. I mean, th this I I'm a big Cameron Foray fan. Uh, so he was 072 on the line um, and 3.880 at just 299.66 miles per hour down at the other end. Uh, Foray kept it hooked up all the way down the racetrack to make a good looking pass. Um, so he was not too far away from three seconds at 663.090 uh, for that. And eight thirty four sixty, that's getting it. That's getting it. Uh, so moving on, we got Trip Tatum and Alex Laughlin. Uh, Camferay was in the right lane. Oh, I want to make sure I do that too for Funny Car. Okay, uh, John Forrest was in the right lane. Bob Tasca was in the left. Cruz was in the right lane, uh, and Ron Caps was also in the right lane. Okay. Um, so we got Alex Laughlin in the right lane. We got Trip Tatum in the left lane. Uh, so two side by side, 370 runs uh, for the dragsters. Very nice. We got a big speed difference at the end, uh, and we'll we, we'll talk about that a little bit. Trip Tatum, 3.752 at 306.67 miles per hour. So that car wasn't running with the flames up through the finish line. Uh, if it's just going 206, but we know like, like we're, you know, we've been saying the, the speed will fall away quickly, very, very quickly, uh, because of all the downforce on the cars. Um, but the momentum that the car has carried, uh, throughout its trip down the racetrack will still show on the time. And that's why he crossed it 3.752. Uh, in the other lane, he was next to Alex Lawson. We're going to do the incrementals in just a second. Uh, 3.759 at 324.83 miles per hour. Uh, so this is a Good side-by-side -side drag race. Tatum kept it hooked up with a real nice pass, uh, minus the end of it because he wasn't running through the finish line. Uh, Laughlin launched hard and kept it hooked up to make his career quickest pass and fastest pass to go to the number two spot. Uh, yeah, so very cool, very cool. Uh, Trip Tatum, 60 foot, 836 to Alex Laughlin's 841 uh, at 330. Um 2.135 to a 2.136. So just a thousandth of a second off. Uh, Trip Tatum was basically three seconds flat to the eighth mile, 3.004 at 290 miles per hour. 290.44 miles per hour. Wow. Uh, to Alex Lawson in the other lane, not far off, 3.017 at he was moving at 287.41 miles per hour at the eighth mile. Uh, so moving on, we got Buddy Hart. Uh, Buddy Hart. I just combined the two drivers, guys. I don't know why I do that. 
funny. It's it's lovely. All right. So Buddy Ho, left lane, and Josh Hart in the right lane. Um, neither one of these cars gets down the racetrack. Uh, we got uh, five seconds uh, on the right side of the racetrack, and then we got six seconds on the other side of the racetrack. Uh, 98.66 miles per hour for Buddy Hull and 135.48 miles per hour in uh, the right lane for Josh Hart. So moving on, we got Doug Kalitta, Sean Langdon. We got another side-by-side alert, guys. Side-by-side at 3.747 to a 3.759. Very nice. I uh, believe that was just the run, yeah, for Coletta. He just made basically the same run uh, that Alex Laughlin made, but Alex is going to get the he's going to get the spot because he was moving three miles per hour faster at the other end of the racetrack. Um, so incremental times for this one. This was a good drag race between the teammates. Uh, Coletta kept it hooked up, hitting on all eight to go to the number four spot. And um, Langdon kept the candles lit all the way down the track as well. Header flames shooting over the roof. Uh, we didn't really get to see it. We just know it's inferred because, I mean, the, the cars were on a good pass. As they were both moving over 290 miles per hour at, eight, at the eighth mile. Uh, both practically three seconds flat at the, uh, at the eighth mile as well. Uh, they were dead even to 60 feet. Three, uh, 836 in both lanes check out these reaction times guys 055 in the left lane for Kalita, who's one of the best levers in top fuel uh next to sean langdon who is an also one of the levers uh 052 so if you think these guys this is the first session guys and you don't think they're thinking about that uh they are they're definitely trying to get down to the other end of the racetrack first um so we talked about the 60s the 330 mark 2.147 in the left lane for doug and then in the right lane for Sean, 2.136, because uh, he he ended up getting the better of it. 3.009 at 660 for Sean Langdon at 290.57 um, uh, miles per hour to Dougie's. In the other lane, 3.019, moving at 291.07 miles per hour. Very good. Very nice. Uh, so moving on in the next pair we have another side-by-side drag race antron brown clay milliken antron's in the left lane clay is in the right how about this guys look at 60 feet 834 in both lanes this is the last race that said you don't think these guys are teed up i'm telling you what they are trying to give the fans a show and they did that i mean it it just blows my mind Eleven thousand plus horsepower vehicles you can launch practically at the same time and you can get to 60 foot ahead of you practically at the same time as the person in the next lane. It, I, I just, it just, it's amazing. Anyway, so Antron Brown gets the better of it. 3.719 at 329.26 miles per hour. So he's going to be number one right now. He goes straight to the top with a great looking pass. Header flame shooting up over the roof. The incremental times for Antron, 834. Uh, 211 with a four on the end at 330. At the eighth mile, 2.986. Sub three seconds. To the eighth mile. He's the first one to do it. 
one miles per hour. Uh, Doug Kalita was still fastest to the eighth mile. Um, Clay Milliken, no slouch, certainly was right there next to him. Uh, panels to pan, panel to panel, side by side. Um, at 3.30, Clay Milliken, 2.120 at three seconds flat, pretty much. 3.00, 3009 at 284 miles per hour. So just a little down on speed there. Uh, but certainly not bad. So we got Leah Pruitt and Billy Torrance in the next pair here. Uh, Billy Torrance is the only one that's going to get a representative run here. How about a 3.1? I'm sorry, 3.7. One, three at 330.47 miles per hour. 330 miles per hour. Uh, incremental times, 831. 831.60. That's the quickest right now. 211. At 330, uh, we got at the eighth mile, 2.983. Uh, so Antron was still quicker by three thousandths of a second. Uh, so Billy Torrance, 290.82 miles per hour uh, to cross the finish line 340 feet later, moving over 330 miles per hour. Extremely stout. All right, so in the next pair, we got... Justin Ashley in the left lane and Mike Salinas in the right lane. Oh, in the interest of fair reporting, my apologies to Miss Leah. Uh, Leah crosses the line 4.954 uh, at 145.83 miles per hour. I want to make sure we get that in. 845, 60 feet for Leah. Uh, she was on the pace at 330. Through uh, 2.137. Uh, so it looks like her problems happened after that. Uh, so back to the uh, moving on to the next pair. Mike Salinas. How about Mike Salinas and Alan Johnson? Scrappers. Corral boots. 3.694 at 328.74 miles per hour. He was 2.963 at the eighth mile, moving 292.2. 33 miles per hour at 330 2.097 that's really good if it's under uh 210 that's awesome uh 60 feet 835 so that's still not as quick as his dad billy um and he gets off the line 074 to justin's 044 uh, so we just you got to look at these reaction times and qualifying because they're, they're definitely interesting. Uh, but anyway, moving on to number one and two on the points. We know in the first session they're lined up via the points. Their standings in the points. The guys that don't run a lot, they'll be up front uh, in the first session. Uh, the the top ten uh, get to run in the back uh, for the first session. Now the second, third session, and fourth, if there is one, is run by performance. So you run better you get to sit in the back of the pack and watch a lot of cars go down the racetrack if you don't make a great run you're going to be up first uh after the first session so that's how it's done after the first session uh the final pair number one and two on the points steve number one Brittany force number two uh Brittany does not get down the racetrack 4.446 at 192 point i'm sorry 172.87 miles per hour steve torrance how about steve torrance He's going to get the number two spot with this run, 3.698 at just 317.05 miles per hour. Um, 
He was certainly on pace to be moving pat faster than that. Uh, 8.18.60 to Brittany's 8.26. These guys, man, they get the car moving quickly, okay? <laughs> they get the car moving quickly. Br uh, Brittany actually got off the line first um, on this one. 2.098 in the left lane for Brittany to a 2.082 in the right lane for Steve. So Brittany was on pace at that point. Uh, to run in the 60s. Um, she encountered her issues, however, shortly after just crossing the eighth mile at three seconds, um, eight, 3.182 at just 199 miles per hour. So Steve Torrance in the other lane, bustling down through there with the head of flames up 2.951 at 289.82 miles per hour. So that's how they shaked up. At the end of one. Moving on to the second session. Top fuel is first up on Saturday. Weather conditions. Air, air, te air temperature. Air temperature is 85 degrees. The relative humidity is 17%. Barometer 30.30. 30.07 inches. Adjusted altitude. It's a little better than yesterday. 2,959 feet. That's what the engines think they're running at. Uh, the track temperature is 106 degrees. I uh, just want to look. Uh, oh, it wasn't on that one. Okay, let me look and see if it was on the other one. Yeah, track temperature at the start of the session uh, previous was 103 feet. Or I'm sorry, 103 degrees. Um, so we got Josh Hart up first, making it down through there. 3.770 at two, uh, 324.67 miles per hour. 848.60. Uh, he was just above three seconds at the eighth mile. Uh, so then we got Steve Chrisman and Brandon Welch. Uh, Brandon Welch crosses the line. 3.919 at 308 miles per hour. That was his first. 300 mile power run now brandon welsh runs funny car too he he has uh driven a funny car um and he said at the other end i've been doing this too long to have to not have gone 300 miles per hour yet well you just got it there bud 308.28 very nice always love those kind of stories steve christman didn't get down the uh the racetrack four point uh, 736 at just 166 miles per hour. Moving on, we got Justin Ashley and Cam Frey. Cam Frey doesn't get down the racetrack this time uh, because, well, we don't know why, but Justin Ashley gets down the racetrack 3.765 at 320 miles per hour. Um, he was moving 289 miles per hour crossing the eighth mile. Uh, he was just above three seconds, 3.021, uh, 847.60. Uh, all right. So, Buddy Hull, Alex Laughlin. Alex isn't going to be the only one that gets down the racetrack in this pair. 3.780. That's a really consistent race car right now. Uh, three point, I'm sorry, running 300. 19.98 miles per hour. Uh 847.60, 2.149 at 3.30, and just above three seconds at the eighth mile. 3.033. All right. So in the next pair, we have Leah Pruitt and Clay Milliken. Um Leah is gonna get off the line second. Um, but she gets down the racetrack. 
3.751 at 324.83 miles per hour. Pruitt launched hard and kept it hooked up to go to get into the show. At this point, she wasn't in the show. There was 20 top fuel cars here this weekend. Love seeing those car counts getting back up. Uh, it just really kind of depends on where they go, uh, but it's it's nice to see. Uh, Clay Miller can start mixing up cylinders on the top end and will not improve on his previous time, 3.855 at just 278 miles per hour. He was not running through the finish line. 837.60 for Clay Milliken. Um, so that that's pretty stout. Brittany Forrest and Sean Langdon. Brittany Forrest not making it down the racetrack. 5.987 at 106 miles per hour. To Sean Langdon, who also didn't get make a clean run down the racetrack, uh, 4.248 at 198 miles per hour. Uh, Force drives into tire smoke about 330 feet and clicks it off. Langdon started to haze the tires around half track and dropped some cylinders before his flames disappeared. Uh, 829.60 for Brittany Forrest. Um, they're, they're, they're taking the aggressive route. Um, so they got to make up those little points. They need to, they need to be, you know, quickest of every session. Uh, but they missed it on this one. This is strike two. Brittany Forrest at this point of, at the race is, is down the ladder. So uh, there'll be some bumping to come. Uh, so that was very exciting to watch in the final session, but we'll get there. Doug Kalitta and Billy Torrance. Billy Torrance gets down the racetrack 3.730 at 324.20 miles per hour. Doug Kalitta does not get down the racetrack, crossing at just above four seconds. Um, Billy Torrance, sub three seconds to the eighth mile, 2.993. That's a very good run. 8.34.60 to Doug Kalitta's 8.43. In the interest of fair reporting, Sean Langdon, 8.52.60 foot. Next, we have Trip Tatum and Steve Torrance. Uh, Trip is in the left lane. Steve Torrance is in the right lane. Um, just so we are clear, Leah was in the left lane when she made her full pass. Uh, Brittany was in the left lane. Sean was in the right. Uh, Doug Kalitta was in the left lane. Billy was in the right. Um, Trip Tatum gets does not make a full pass. 4.666 at 155 miles per hour. Steve Torrance in the other lane makes a full pass. 3.801. Very workmanlike run at 324.51 miles per hour. Uh, Trip Tatum, 824 at 60 foot. Uh, he was very much so the aggressor uh, until his car encountered issues. Um, Steve Torrance, 860 at 60 foot. 330, 2.171, and uh, just above three seconds at the eighth mile, 3.059, which is which makes that Billy Torrance run just that much more impressive. Um, but here is Mike Salinas and Antron Brown. They were the final pair. Antron does not get down the racetrack crossing at 13 seconds. But how about Mike Salinas? 069 off the tree, 835 at 60, 330. Two point or two ten with a seven on the end, sub three seconds to the eighth mile, two point nine seven eight, which is quicker than Billy Torrance. Um, He was moving one hundred or three (laughs) hundred. Neither one of those are right. Two hundred ninety one point three eight miles per hour. That's faster than Billy Torrance by a tenth. Like we're talking about like 
it, it, apples and oranges here. Um, 3.7, 1, 2 at 327 miles per hour. So that was a very stout run. Brown is up in smoke right at the hit and clicks it off. Salinas launched hard and kept it hitting on all eight all the way down the 1,000-foot course. He makes the quickest pass of the session but will not improve on his number one qualifying time. All right. Next, we got Funny Car, Nitro Funny Car, session number two, the weather conditions. It's 88 degrees now. Uh, the relative humidity is 15%. The barometer is 30.01. The adjusted altitude is 3,190 feet. All right. So we got height is at number one. That's, wait, <laughs> I don't know why that says that. But anyway, all right. So, Jason Rupert and Gary Densham, neither car makes a full pass. Uh, we got one crossing at 19 seconds and the other's crossing in five seconds. Uh, we got Jim Campbell and Bobby Bodie. Um, Bobby Bodie, 4.057 at 310.70 miles per hour. Uh, so, Terry Haddock is on the bump spot with a 6.46 zero campbell has his hands full as the charger pulled steadily towards the center line going down the racetrack he keeps it in his may his his mail improves okay i i don't know why that says that uh all right so 873 for bobby bodie uh terry haddock and chris morrell um, neither car makes it in the threes for this, but Terry Haddock goes 4.081 at 311 miles per hour, uh, to Chris Morrell's 5.823 at 123 miles per hour. Next, we got J.R. Todd and Paul Lee. Again, two cars that do not make full passes. Lee gets the better of it, 4.308 for his effort in the right lane. Okay, we got Alex Miladinovich. Now we're starting to get into the cars that ran a little bit better the previous day. Uh, Alex does not get down the racetrack, and neither does Tim. Tim gets the better of it, 4.408 at 210 miles per hour. Uh, Matt Hagen, first car that makes it down with the flames up, uh, 3.956 at 319.75 miles per hour, 880.60 foot. Um, 320 to eight to the eighth mile. Um, so Chad Green and Cruz Pedregon are next. Matt Hagen was in the left lane, by the way. Uh, Chad Green does not get down the racetrack, but Cruz gets down uh, 3.961 at 316.52 miles per hour, 877.60. Uh, and he was within 320. At the eighth mile, 3.199 at 275 miles per hour. Matt Hagen was moving at 276 miles per hour going through the eighth mile. Next, we got Tony Gerardo and John Force. John Force is going to get down the racetrack, 3.971 at 324.12 miles per hour. Uh, he was 874.60. So that is not as quick as Tim Wilkerson, who has the quickest, 870. All right. John Force, 3.217 at the eighth mile. Force is going to stay up uh, in the third position. Gerardo is up in smoke before the 330-foot block. Uh, moving on, we got Bob Tasca and Ron 
Caps, Ron Caps, and Bob Tass to get down the racetrack, making representative three-second runs. Ron gets the better of it, though. 3.935 at 325.54 or 45 miles per hour to Bob Tass in that motorcraft uh, vehicle. 3.985 at 309, uh, 301, nine, sorry, 3.9. 895 at 319.52 <laughs> miles per hour. All right. Uh, 875 at 60 from Ron Caps and 3.182 uh, moving at 275 miles per hour. They were both moving at 275 going through the eighth mile. Uh, next, uh, the last pair saw Alexis DeJoya and Robert Height. Robert gets makes a clean run, and Alexis makes a clean run just above three seconds, four point four double oh four at three hundred nineteen point six zero miles per hour. Matt, Robert Height is going to get the uh, the better of this for that triple A uh, Ford, that triple A Ford, the triple A Chevy at three point nine five one at three hundred twenty two point eight. One miles per hour. Robert was within 320 at the eighth mile, 3.198, uh, with the 876 60 foot. All right, header flames were shooting up above the roof as they went down the racetrack. All right, final qualifying session. Uh, there's a little drama here, okay, uh, especially for top fuel because at this point, um. Brittany Forrest is not in the show. Brittany Forrest, a championship contender, is not in the show. So this is quite, quite, quite big. This is a huge moment here. Very, very tense. Um, so the weather conditions. It's 84 degrees. The relative humidity is 18%. The barometer is reading 30.01. It hasn't really moved. Uh, adjusted altitude is 3,011 feet. The track temperature is 93 degrees. So it's it's getting good. That's actually cooler than the track was the previous night for the night session. Uh, we got to see a little bit more header flames. How about Cam Ferre? 3.803 at 312.28 miles per hour. 838 60 foot 333 uh 2.145 he was just above three seconds at the eighth mile 3.04 for moving at 283 miles per hour that's a great run for that empi top fuel car very nice so then we got josh hart and Brittany forrest okay here we go is Brittany going to be able to crack crack into the field she in fact does but it's only going to be good enough for the 13th spot, 3.784 at 328.30 miles per hour. To Josh Hart, 3.734 at 323.81 miles per hour. Now, we're starting to see a trend here. Now, and, and I did the uh, the St. Louis podcast last week. 3.78 was only good for number uh, 14. Okay, and we see that here too. She bumps in to number 13. Number 13, 3.784. That's a pretty good workmanlike run. Once you start getting under the 3.75, uh, once you start seeing 3.73s there, like that's going to be the, what you need for the top half of the field. But, I mean, we're talking thousandths of a second here. Um, so let's look at some incremental times 850. 
for Britney Force at 60. So they 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 backed it off a little bit. Uh, the the thing and another thing about these cars, it's really hard to slow them down, so to speak. The cars want to go fast. Like that's what they want to do. When you hit the gas, it's an acceleration clinic. This is what acceleration is and how it works. <laughs> so when it's when it's good, it's going, it's got all eight hitting. Even if it doesn't, the car still wants to go fast, still wants to accelerate. So you got to give it some power. You got to give it some some, some more fuel. You got to give it a little bit more clutch at certain spots on the racetrack. If not, the car will go up in the smoke. Sometimes the cars just want to go fast. And you'll see that in the funny car session. One of the crew chiefs just said, hey, we, we, we just let it do what it wanted to do. And they got down the racetrack. You know, so it's very, very difficult to slow these cars down. Um, so the incremental times, uh, 8.50 for Brittany Force, Josh Hart, 8.44. Uh, Josh Hart, 2.125 uh, in the left lane for Brittany Force, 2.154. So they just pretty much backed it down because uh, the incremental numbers were uh, uh, quite a bit quicker in the previous session. Uh, 2.996 at the eighth mile for Josh Hart. So he was sub three seconds. Brittany was right above it, 3.046, moving at 286.50 miles per hour. Brittany um, usually is approaching 290 at that point, um, similar to what Josh was doing in the other lane, 2.8, or I'm sorry, 289.76 miles per hour. Uh, forced with a clean pass to get back into the show at the number four, uh, number three. 13 spot um hard launched hard and kept it hooked up hitting on all eight with the uh flame shooting over the roof alex laughlin uh doesn't make a clean pass this time he's in the he's in the next uh he's on a single here in the left lane three uh 3.937 uh at 245 miles per hour 834 60 uh with uh at the 330 mark 2.142 uh, so that's that's pretty aggressive. Uh, that's quicker than Camp Ray, who was the quickest until Alex hit the gas. Um, so the next pair. Um, oh, Alex started to drop some cylinders up on the top end of the racetrack. The, the car started pushing near the wall. Uh, so now that's that's another opportunity for teaching. Uh, these cars, they have. I mean, it's it's almost as eight eight hundred pounds of downforce per cylinder coming out. When the cars, the exhaust is actually part of the aerodynamic package. So if you lose one of those, it's, it's almost, think of it like, uh, we all know what rockets are. Think of it like four tiny rocket thrusters on each side of the race car. Top fuel, funny car, same thing. Uh, if you lose one cylinder, because it it's they run an incredible amount of fuel through the engines, it is possible to overcome the spark plug. Even with 44 amps, two 44 amp magnetos, uh, enough to do arc welding. Like it's incredible that how much fuel could drown that out. There's two spark plugs in each cylinder, and they still don't burn it all sometimes. So it's 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 incredible. But anyway, if you lose that, if that cylinder isn't firing, you're not getting that 800 pounds of downforce on that side. So it's gonna push the car with who has. Well, it's gonna so like say if. On the right side, I only have uh, three cylinders firing fully, and on the on my right, on the left side, I have you know all four. Well, it's gonna push the car is gonna push over to the right because you got all of that downforce on the other side from the headers pushing me over this way, and it's just it's what the car does. It's three versus 
you know, for. So that that happens a lot when they put out cylinders. The car will drift either which way. Um, so that was a that was a good little little nugget there. Uh, so in the next pair, we got Clay Milliken and Justin Ashley. Uh, Justin Ashley doesn't get down the racetrack. Eight point eight hundred at um, seventy miles per hour to Clay Milliken in the other lane. Three point seven three three at three hundred twenty four. 0.28 miles per hour. He was sub three seconds to the eighth mile quicker than Josh Hart. 2.990. Um, so by six thousandths, he's the quickest to the eighth mile. Uh, 210 with a five on the end at 3.30. 60 foot for Clay Milliken. I'll tell you what. Um, Mike Clober really gets Mike Clober <laughs> really gets that car moving quickly. Uh, like his sixty foot times are like always on pace with, with the top, uh, sixty of the session. They get that car moving early, and quickly. Um, so then we got the teammates lined up again: Sean Langdon and uh, Doug Kalitta, Mac Tools, DHL, Revcam, CMR Roofing. Um, again, side by side, three seventy run side by side alert here uh Doug Kalitta just crossed he crossed the finish line at 302 so we know that car wasn't moving through the finish line it was not singing through the finish line 287 uh at the eighth mile for Doug Kalitta he was sub three seconds he was the only car in this pair that was sub three seconds to the eighth mile so that car was certainly on pace to put up a big speed on the board uh just looks like something happened there um Oh yeah, it doesn't say. Okay, so um let's look at the, the incremental times. 837 for Sean Langdon. Um oh I'm sorry, Sean Langdon, 3.746 at 320.97 miles per hour. That's very good. Uh, it was almost a carbon copy of the runs they made uh previously. Um only Sean was in the left lane this time and Doug was in the right. Um still side by side. So Three points, uh, eight thirty-seven to an eight thirty-five. Doug Kalitta was quicker to sixty. Three thirty, two, uh, two point one three zero to a two point one two one. Doug was quicker to three thirty. Um, six sixty, three, three flat, basically for Sean Langdon. Three double zero four, uh, at two hundred eighty-six miles per hour for Sean Langdon. To Doug Kalitta, who was, you guessed it, quicker to 662.994 at 287 miles per hour. So that car was on pace to make a better run than it made. However, it was a great side-by-side race nonetheless. Next, we got Billy Torrance and Trip Tatum. Billy Torrance, uh, 3.817. That's a good run. 263 miles per hour crossing the line. So that car wasn't singing through the finish line. Uh, 833 60, 211 at 330, uh, and 2.990 at 660. Trip Tatum, 833. Again, we see this. this okay, I said a couple episodes ago that this Trip Tatum car is basically a clone of the Capco cars. Look at this 833 in both lanes. They're both Capco cars. That's the Nitro Ninja on Trip Tatum's vehicle, but I mean, it. It's basically a like I like I said, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, that's a great car. Uh, Eight thirty three in both lanes. Two point one three three in the uh, at the three thirty mark and at six sixty, just uh, just above 
again, similar to Sean Langdon, a three double eight, three double oh eight. Uh, so he was basically three seconds flat at the eighth mile. Um, Torrance with a good-looking pass, but he won't improve. Tatum with a great pass, his quickest of the weekend. He will move up. In, he will move up into the top half of the show. Uh, next, we got Steve Torrance and Leah Pruitt. Leah Pruitt steps up big, three point seven oh six at three hundred twenty-seven point five nine miles per hour. They were both. Sub three seconds to the eighth mile, by the way. Uh, Torrance, 3.732 at 325.14 miles per hour. So, that, again, they were both sub three seconds. Uh, they were both below 2.13 at uh, 330. Uh, 2.212 with a three on the end for uh, Steve Torrance to a 210 with a seven on the end uh, for Leah Pruitt. 844.60 for Leah and 830. 60 for Steve Torrance. Uh, Leah was off the line first. The last pair of the night, we see Matt, Mike, I'm, I'm doing it again. Mike Salinas and Alan Johnson, they go down there 3.676 at 330.23 miles per hour. 330 miles per hour. 3.67. Wow, we got to look at these incrementals because Antron Brown, look at these. It was he was not making a bad run in the other lane. Three point seven six one at three hundred twenty five point three zero miles per hour. He was not making a bad run in the other lane, but man, Mike Salinas was making a monster run. Um, Brown gets off the line first. Oh uh, sixty five eight forty four sixty for uh, Antron Brown. Mike Salinas eight thirty sixty four. So that tied. Uh, Steve Torrance and uh, is still quicker than Billy Torrance there. Uh, 2.090 for Mike Salinas. That's the quickest to uh, 330 uh, to a 2.140 in the other lane for Antron Brown. He was just above three seconds, 3.020 for Antron Brown to to Mike Salinas, who was 2.949. Moving at 293.92 miles per hour at the eighth mile. Under three seconds, he's moving at almost 300 miles per hour. Like, that's, man. (laughs) Salinas launched hard and kept the candles lit, shooting over the roof all the way down the racetrack. He makes the quickest pass of the weekend and will hold on to the number one spot. He qualifies number one for the second time this season and the eighth time in his career. Uh, so congratulations to that team. We got one more session of funny cars as well. We got funny cars, funny cars. All right. So at this point, it's 438. The weather conditions are 84 degrees. Now, the weather conditions don't really change a whole lot from the start of Top Fuel to the start of Funny Car, vice versa, depending on the day. The, the, if all the cars get down the racetrack, okay, it, it's going to take an average of three seconds for them to get down the race. Not an average, but like an average of four to five seconds for them to get down the racetrack. If everybody it, and everything goes right and they don't have to clean up the racetrack because somebody, you know, shredded a, a, a blower belt out there or oiled the racetrack, it the show moves very good. You know, it moves very quickly. Uh, so there's not much of a difference uh, when it comes to um, weather 
So let me see here. Alex Melodinovich is on the bump spot, 4.734. Um, so we got Jason Rupert and Chris Morrell. Jason Rupert doesn't even get to make the run. His engine has no throttle and cannot burn, do the burnout. He can't do it. Uh, so Chris Morrell gets down the racetrack, 4.225, um, which that's quicker than the bump. So he's going to get in. Um, Gary Densham and J.R. Todd next up. Uh, J.R. Todd. What, oh, okay, let me see. Tim Wilkerson is on the bump spot at 4.346. Like forcing top fuel, Todd comes into the final session outside of the field. Uh, but no worries as the Toyota Camry powers down the racetrack to be in the top half of the field uh, for the for the remain or for not for now for now right uh the number seven spot uh three point nine six three at three hundred twenty six point seven one miles per hour um nice <laughs> gary densham has issues and the head of flames are up and down off the line and he will not qualify uh jr ties incremental times 890 at 60 2.279 at 330 uh at the eighth mile 3.213 at 277.49 miles per hour um so he makes a great run there to get into the show. Tim Wilkerson and Alex Miladinovich. He's not in the show right now. He just got bumped out. Uh, Paul Lee is currently on the bump. 4.308. Wilkerson finally gets a full pass and moves into the field on a safe pass to the number 10 position. Four or 3.990 at 316 miles per hour. 866, 60 foot for Tim Wilkerson. Um, Alex Miladinovich. Uh, four point uh two one three at just two hundred uh fifty six miles per hour, so he will not make the show. Paul Lee and Jim Campbell here. Paul Lee gets down the racetrack three point nine two oh at three hundred twenty seven point four three miles per hour. So Jim O and John O, they both got their vehicles in the show, looking good with two great looking passes. Um, he said <laughs> that, uh, that was very cool for them to both do that in so many words. <laughs> All right. So we got Bobby Bodie, uh, Haddock decides not to run the final session. So Bodie will make a single pass. The idol was set a little too high and he initially can't get the Mustang into reverse. The crew pushes the butterflies close enough to drop the RPM and get the car into reverse. The car makes a strong lead with the front wheels in the air. It starts a steady push towards the wall and just flattens the headers down the track to DQ the pass. For, uh, this is 4.51 p.m. time out to check for stuff on the track. He flattened a set of headers, guys. He he uh, just grazed the wall. It was his first one. Uh, lateral hits are definitely not something to stake a, uh, shake a stick at in NHRA uh, when they're moving at these kind of speeds. Uh, 261 miles per hour uh, at the eighth mile, so he he was moving. Um, I don't I can't remember exactly when he touched the wall, but again again he's moving over 250 miles an hour. Uh, so again, lateral hits are not just. Um, just no big deal in NHRA because they're moving at such a high rate of speed. 
Okay, so then we got Chad Green and Jeff Deal in the next pair. Uh, Chad Green gets the better of it, 4.056 at 317.19 miles per hour, 266 to the eighth mile, 3.28. Uh, at and then it was a uh, 891 at 60 feet. <laughs> All right, Bobby Bodie, he was quicker, uh, 260 foot, 876. Um, so next we got Cruz Pedregon and Tony Gerardo. Uh, Cruz Pedregon is the only one that gets down the racetrack 3.979 at three at 272.34 miles per hour. So the car wasn't, uh, running through the lights full song. Uh, Gerardo didn't get down the racetrack. He, uh, well he did, he was on a run and, uh, just before half track, um, the, the flames disappear. And he won't improve anyway. Um, so he uh, Cruz was on a very strong pass, eight seventy five to sixty two point two four three at three thirty and uh, at the eighth mile three point one six one at two hundred eighty one miles per hour. So that car was on a uh, on pace to run a lot quicker than it ran uh, three point nine seven nine. Certainly not a bad run though. All right, so then we got a weird one here. Cruz. Uh, Bob Tasker and John Forrest. The header flames were looking really, really wacky. Uh, so I'm thinking it's really hard to see drop cylinders when the header flames are there. It's kind of uh, hard to tell the uh, the unburned foot, but you can still see it. Uh, I, I mean, my eye is like razor sharp. I mean, sometimes I see things that that they don't see at the racetrack. You know, they're like, oh, I think it put out a cylinder. No, it didn't, and it actually did. <laughs> you know, so I have a very sharp eye to to see this kind of stuff, but you really do have to uh, to see the uh, drop cylinders when the flames are up at at night. Uh, so no joy for either team. Forces Camaro looks lazy down the track and slows. Force jumps out of the roof hatch, and the safety safari uh, has to put out a fire. Uh, the engine was on fire. Not a huge engine. Uh, John said at the other end of the racetrack, he wished it was a bigger fire. Uh, I don't know anybody other than John Forrest who would wish for a bigger fire. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he crosses the line 4.084 at just 293 miles an hour. So that, that car was hurt. 865, 60. So that, that's a good 60 foot time. Uh, Bob Tasker, 873 at, uh, 60 foot. And uh, his car was in trouble before half track as well. Uh, but it was, like I said, it was strange uh, because the header flames uh, were still up. So that that really makes me believe that they had not just one or two, but several uh, cylinders out because the, the flames were looking really wacky down at the big end. Uh, all right. So at 520, we fire the car. We fire two Dodge Hemi Hellcats. Uh, we got Ron Caps in the left lane and uh, Matt Hagen in the right. Um Neither car going to get down the racetrack. Uh, eight, uh, 59, 60 for Ron Caps. That's quite aggressive. Uh, Matt Hagen, 864. Also pretty aggressive. Um, John Forrest is the third quickest uh, to 60 now with these two going down. Uh, so they both encounter problems. The top two in the points come off the line. No joy for either team. They run together with similar incrementals, but... Uh, at 660, the cars go silent. Flames disappear. We got Robert Height and Alexis DeJoy to round off qualifying. The final 
funny car qualifying pass of 2021. Uh, so Robert Height and Alexis DeJoy put on a show. Very nice side-by-side drag race. 3.8. Eight six at 329.34 miles per hour to Alexis DeJoya making another great run 3.919 at 326.32 miles per hour. Very nice. Uh, we got 868 for Robert at 60 at 330, 2.239 at 660.3.147. Uh, at 283.85 miles per hour. Uh, Lexus in the other lane, 887, 630, 2.257, 660, 3.157 at 282.36 miles per hour. Um, that was a great, great drag race. Uh, final pair to qualify in 2021. Two great passes to end the day. DeJoy makes her quickest and fastest pass of the weekend to move up three spots to the ladder to number three with a good looking pass header flame shooting over the roof this will not change the caps hagen possible round two matchup yes um they at this point in the race were they of course they assume they're going to make it past the first round but they uh had a destined matchup in the second round and um this this pair was the one that on oh, the last one that could change that and it did not change it so they will run in round two if they make it that far no okay um, we all know we all know but <laughs> uh it, it's cool I, I i like it okay height saves the best for last with the head of flames way up over the roof of the camaro's roof flying down the track to ensure his number one qualifying spot this is height 71st number one spot with three in 2021. Uh, so very nice ending to um, qualifying in 2021. Uh, very nice, very nice, very nice. Okay, here we go. It's time for race day. It's time for race day. So this is when we got the news that Alan Johnson was going to join Kalita Motorsports. So they... <laughs> They say, okay, we're going to go tonight. And then, so then before the, the cars pull up, they pull out the new GR uh, Supra, which, I mean, took everybody's breath away. I mean, if you're a car guy, if you're a hot rider, if you're a funny car guy, which Southern California, folks, is funny car country. Uh, there's certain places on tour that we go that sees an influx of top fuel cars. And but, but this is one of the places that if you're in Southern California, there's going to be an influx of funny cars. It is funny car country. If you are a fan of funny car, that is a nice looking body. And it's going to look even better. I mean, it looks killer with the wrap that they had on it. It's going to look killer with that DHL wrap and that Bandero tequila uh monochrome if they do that uh whatever they do it's gonna look good it's gonna look good with stickers on it um of course it's not stickers it's a a wrap which well some of the cars are, are hand painted so uh <laughs> all right so we're gonna start race day here um the temperature is 81 degrees uh the track temp is 90 degrees um, the relative humidity is 21%. Um, the barometer, 30.10 
inches. The adjusted altitudes, the best it's been all weekend, 2,531 feet. The track temperature is 93 degrees, as we said. Uh, so then we got we got uh, Josh Hart in the right lane, Doug Kalitta in the left lane. Doug Kalitta is going to get the win, 3.709 at 327.66 miles per hour. Hart doesn't make a full pass, three point or 4.39 at 181 miles per hour. They left within a few hundredths. Uh, Doug Kalitta was sub three seconds to the eighth mile for Mac Tools, Rev Kim, and CMR Roofing 2.980 at 295.08 miles per hour. Very nice. So in the next pair, we got uh, Clay Milliken, Alex Laughlin. Clay Milliken is going to get the win for Parts Plus, Walmart, Nurtech, ODT. Um, he's going to beat that Havoline Oil Hot Wheels vehicle over in the other lane. It was a side-by-side drag race, though. 3.736 to a 3.764. Two, uh, 324 miles per hour uh, for Clay Milliken and 321.04 miles per hour uh, for uh, the Havoline car and Alex Laughlin. Uh, Alex was just above three seconds to the eighth mile, 3.020 at uh, 287.60 miles per hour to Clay Milliken, who was sub three seconds, 2.997 at 288 miles per hour. Uh, so moving on, we got DSR for the final race. Antron Brown um, for Matco, Hankstifer, uh, Sirius XM, Toyota. And we got Justin Ashley in the other lane. Vita C-Shot, Auto Shocker, Justin Ashley Racing. Uh, so 3.717 for Antron Brown. He's going to get the win over <laughs> in a whole shot. 3.713 by one thousandth of a second a whole shot. They were one thou apart at the other end of the racetrack. Justin Ashley, 329 at the big end, 055 off the line uh, to Antron, 328 at the big end, 041 off the line. So very, very, very cool. Um, so let's just look at the margin of victories for these past two pairs here. Uh, Clay Milliken's margin of victory was 33 feet. So that was a little bit more than a car length because the cars are three feet or thir- they're not three feet. They're 30 feet. So that was a uh, a car length and three feet. Uh, but how about this one? Uh, Justin Ashley and Antron Brown, the margin of victory, folks, five feet. Brown makes his quickest pass of the weekend for the win. Uh, so very cool. Uh, Mike Salinas and Steve Christman. Uh, Steve Christman is driving that Worsham top fuel car, and Mike Salinas is driving for Scrappers and Corral Boots. He's going to get the win for them, 3.745 at 327 miles per hour. He was three seconds flat uh, to the eighth mile, 3.3009 at 290 miles per hour. So he never trailed for the win. Um, Steve Chrisman didn't cross the finish line under power. Um, so next we got Cameron Foray and uh, Leah Pruitt, upset alert, upset alert. Cam Foray gets the win, 3.796 at 319.75 miles per hour. How about Cam Foray getting that, getting that win over that DSR um, top fuel car, that direct connection, never lift, top fuel car, um, that's a part of a 24-month 
uh, campaign for Dodge, by the way. So stay tuned for that because we're going to definitely be reporting on that as well. Uh, Cam Frey, straight and true, straight and true down the racetrack, 3.046 at the eighth mile, moving two, at 284 miles per hour. Next, we got Steve Torrance and Brandon Welch. All right, Brandon Welch for Max Mileage and Steve Torrance for Capco, Red Line Oil, Mac Tools for Richard Hogan and Bobby, um, Bobby Lagana. He's going to win the championship if he wins this round. This round. He's going <laughs> to win the championship if he, if he wins this round. And he gets it done. This is the fourth top fuel championship for Mr. Steve Torrance. 3.769 at 326 flat miles per hour. He was above three seconds at the eighth. 3.031 at 288. Uh, so congratulations to the Capco boys. Getting it done. Mama K's race team. Man, I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a race team. Uh, but they didn't they didn't come out, you know, you know, they 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 t- it took time to get to where they are. Three straight top fuel titles. Um, so that's amazing. That's very cool, very nice to see. Um very cool. So at this point, we got Sean Langdon and Trip Tatum. Uh, Trip Tatum with John working with John Stewart that Nitro Ninja fun, uh, top fuel car. Uh, Sean Langdon Rev Cam Toyota DHL. Uh, he's not. He's gonna go up in smoke, crossing the line at four uh, four seconds uh, at 191 miles per hour to Trip Tatum. How about this run? 3.704 at 327 miles per hour. Um, Trip Tatum sub three seconds at the eighth mile. 2.969 at 290.63 miles per hour. Uh, so he gets it done. Uh, Billy Torrance and Brittany Forrest, Monster, Flavor Pack, Peak, Chevrolet, Peak Antifreeze, Blue Dev. Um, next to the Capco, Redline Oil. His boy just won the championship right in front of him. He's going to get the win. Brittany Forrest goes up into smoke right at the hit. I don't think that. I don't think the tires might have turned once or it, it was certainly before she passed the Christmas tree. She right up in smoke. So uh, unfortunately for them, their weekend is um, it, it's kind of a double hit. It's like, you know, uh, the championship is done as well as the weekend. Uh, but they'll be back. They'll be back strong. They're going to it's going to be really fun to watch Top Fuel next year. Three point seven three zero at three hundred twenty eight miles per hour for Billy Torrance. Two point nine nine seven at two hundred ninety miles per hour at the eighth mile. Uh, so that was the final Top Fuel pair. Moving on, we got Nitro Funny Car Round One. Paul Lee, Jeff Deal, Jeff Deal. The Surfer, next to Paul Lee, McLeod Cutches, Silver Sport Transmission, Dodge, FTI. He gets the win, 3.908 at 327.98 miles per hour, 3.168 at the eighth mile, uh, moving 282 miles per hour, going through the eighth mile traps. Uh, we got number one qualifier and Jim Campbell. How about an upset? How about an upset alert? Uh, so Robert Hyde from Monster Auto Club Peak, uh, Peak Antifreeze. They're not gonna get it done. Up in smoke, got back in the gas, but couldn't catch him. This was a not a coasty match because uh, the the engines were singing um, as he got back on the uh, gas. Jim Campbell gets the win in that beautiful Moon Eyes uh, Charger Mo- uh, K- for KG and Jim Dunn Racing. Five seconds 
at 184 for the win. Next, we got Alexis DeJoria uh, and Bobby Bodie. Uh, sophomore at Arizona State, uh, Bobby Bodie with the Arby's plastic bag, Casino Royale, uh, next to Toyota Bandero Premium Tequila Rocket Phones, Dell and Nikki Bonafonte. Well, Dell Worsham and Nikki Bonafonte, they're gonna get the win 3.936 at 327.66 miles per hour. Alexis was sub 320 at the eighth mile, 3.191 at 280. Miles per hour. Uh, Bobby Bodie doesn't make a full pass. 518 at 142 miles per hour. Next, we got Ron Caps, number one in the points, next to Terry Haddock. We know that's why we run them. We cannot plan for anything to happen in NHRA. That's why they run them on the racetrack <laughs> in NHRA. All right, we got Ron Caps, Napa Auto Parts, Penzoil, Dodge, Gear Wrench, Hellcat. With Dean Antonelli and John Medlin tuning the wrenches, they're going to get the win 3.98. I'm sorry, 3.908. That's a stout run. 325.06 miles per hour. Matt or Ron was sub 320 to the eighth. 3.159 at 278 miles per hour. Terry Haddock doesn't make a full pass. 470 with an eight on the end, crossing at just. 178 miles per hour. So next we got John Force and Chad Green. John Force is the the lone John Force racing vehicle still in competition. This was a side by side drag race, guys. That Chad Green car, okay? He said he got the uh, crew chief said he's got some. He was able to speak with Chris Cunningham, uh, one of the tuners on the Robert Height Nitro Funny Car. Uh, that 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 car gave John all he can handle. I'm telling you, if John. Would, if, if his flames would have went down for even a split second, he would have lost this race. Uh, so John Forrest gets the win for Peak Antifreeze, Blue Death. The Peak Squad on the on the hood of the car this weekend for Danny Hood and Tim Fabrizi. Uh, 3.938 at 329.75 miles per hour. John was sub 320 uh, to the eighth mile. 3.198 at 102. Uh, 281.71 miles per hour. Chad Green, certainly a good run over in the other lane. 3.986 at 319 miles per hour. He was just above 320 at the eighth mile. Flames up through the lights on both cars. Uh, let me see here if we can find out what that margin of victory was. Uh, because it was a side-by-side -side drag race. Um, let me see. I don't no, let's read about it. Um, of all of those 146 drivers, 59 have never beaten John Force. This is the first time Green and Force have ever faced each other in eliminations. Force gets the starting line advantage and pulls steadily ahead to finish the uh, to the finish line for the win. Gives up lane choice to Lee in round two. Uh, Green makes his best pass of the weekend in attempting to chase Force to the end. The engine puts out a ton of smoke right before the lights and locks up on the track near the turnout. So we had to get those vehicles out to help those cars around the corner. Okay. So Matt Hagen and Tony Gerardo. Again, we know what can happen in NHRA. <laughs> Matt Hagen, he's number two in the points. He has to win. He basically has to win the race. He has to win the race uh, for direct connection, Penzoil, SRT. Uh, Hellcat, that Dodge, Charger, 
Hellcat over there. Dickie Venables tunes that vehicle to a 3.935 at 323.04 miles per hour in a winning effort against Tony Gerardo. How about this Tony Gerardo AC and Sons Mustang 3.973 at 322 miles per hour. Again, another race where, hey, you had to really earn that, uh, Matt. Caps and Matt Hagen will face in the next round. Clash of the Titans. Uh, Matt was the only one sub 320 to the eighth here. 3.175 at 272 uh, miles per hour. Tony Gerardo was just above 320. But again, hats off to that guy and that team. That's certainly going to be good uh, going into the winter break. I, I do like the winter break versus off season because it's not an off season. The teams are still working. Championships are won and lost in the off season. So it's not the off season. It's the winter break. So we got Cruz Pedragon in the right lane. And then we got Tim Wilkerson in the left lane. Here we go. Got to go back real quick. Matt Hagen. He's in the le- he was in the right lane. John was in the right lane. Caps is in the right lane. The Ele- Joya was in the right lane. Um, Campbell was in the left lane in that upset over Robert Hyde, uh, and Lee was in the, uh, right lane, uh, making that very, very stout 3.908. Uh, Tim Wilkerson for Levi Ray and Shop Inc. Diversified Yacht for Mustang Summit Racing with Richard Hartman, uh, on the crew. Gets it done over Cruz Pedragon, so his title will have to wait until next year. Uh, for snap on that, that was a nice looking fun, uh, funny car this weekend. That red and black, such a good looking car. Own it, Hellcat. Uh, JC and Rip Reynolds, they're gonna have to go back to that shop and they will figure it out and they'll be back stronger than ever to get Cruz his third championship. Um, so 3.922, uh, for Tim Wilkerson, 325.30 miles per hour. He was sub 320, 3.184 at 284 miles per hour next we got jr todd and bob tasca for cmr roofing dhl toyota the last race for the camry uh at least for jr todd and the lexus um bob tasca is going to get the win though for that motorcraft um ford 3.955 at 321.65 miles per hour right at 320 at the eighth mile 3.207 at 281 miles per hour. Uh, J- the JR Todd car was skating around up there. Uh, 409 at 251 miles per hour. Uh, so they will pack up and we will see them in February. Um, so that was how they ended in the first uh, round. So next, we got the second round. The other condition, the error. I don't even know what word that was. <laughs> the air temperature is 78. I swear I have dyslexia. It's 87 degrees. <laughs> Relative humidity, 15%. Barometer, 30.04. Adjusted altitude, 3,110 feet. The track temperature is 110 degrees uh antron brown's gonna get the win over billy torrance in a very very close race eight feet uh, at the uh, other end of the racetrack on a whole shot 3.747 at 327 miles per hour uh he was just above three seconds at the eighth mile to 
Qu- Billy's quicker but losing 3.9. Oh, I'm sorry, 3.730 at 328.46 miles per hour. Billy was sub three seconds to the eighth mile, uh, 2.997 at 291. Uh, over in the other lane, in the right lane, Antron was going 290 uh, for in a winning effort. So, uh, Mike Salinas, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, that. Okay, I remember what I did. Okay, so Antron Brown was going to get the win. Like I said, he was 056 off the line to Billy Torrance 090. He's going to get it done. 04360 foot time. Mike Salinas. Uh, no, we, we want to go in order. Uh, Steve Torrance and Doug Kalitta. Steve Torrance is going to get the win. Uh, four point two five three at two hundred miles per hour to Doug Kalitta's five point four five six at one hundred twenty one miles per hour. Eight fifty four sixty for Dougie uh, and Stevo. Eight thirty eight sixty. Uh, he was oh sixty nine off the light, so he got Dougie there. Um, in the next one we got Cam Ferre. How about Cam Ferre? Because um, he's racing Clay Milliken. Milliken is up in smoke, almost at the hit. He crosses at 10 seconds uh, at a 82 miles per hour. He was 054 off the line. So uh, definitely quicker than Cam. 388 with a 9 on the end at 304 miles per hour. Cam Ferrey gets the win over Clay Milliken. So Mike Salinas and Trip Tatum. Trip Tatum is going to get the win. 5.90. Uh, I'm sorry, wait, 5.980 at 188 miles per hour. Uh, so not spectacular runs, but, hey, it's race day. We don't care how we win. We just need to win. Nitro Funny Car, round two, the Fuel Coops. All right. So in the first uh, pair, we see Bob Tasca and Jim Campbell. Jim Campbell is day, his 2020 is done. The approximate margin of victory, it's kind of goofy that they put this, 89 feet, so 90 feet. Uh, for Bob Tasker, he crosses the line um, 3.946 at 323 miles per hour. Solid run there. Um, he was sub 320 to 8th mile, 3.195 at 278 miles per hour. He was off the line first, Bob Tasker. So for Motorcraft, they're going to get it into the next round. Uh, so we got Paul Lee and John Forrest. Old World Industries, that's the parent company of Peak, uh, Cornwell, Monster, Peak Squad on the front of that car. John Forrest, how about this, gets into the semifinals, 4.038 at 313.37 miles per hour. He was 080 off the line uh, to Paul Lee, uh, 061 off the line. Dead even at 60 foot, both were 0905. Uh, at 60 foot, which is stout. Um, so let me see. Lee is away first and forces about uh, 100 feet out uh, where the slicks shake loose and he lifts. Force makes a clean and safe pass for the win, but gives up lane choice in round three to Bob Tasker. All right. So again, 905 in both lanes. I just think that is so impressive. Okay. The next pair. Here we go. Battle of the Hellcats. 
Matt Hagen in the left lane, Ron Caps in the right, Ron Caps for Napa Auto Parts, Penzoil, Gear Wrench, and Matt Hagen with the direct connection livery still on that bike. That's a good looking funny car in both lanes. You could say it about both. Side by side, 390s. Matt Hagen is going to get the win over Ron Caps, number one and two of the points. Ron Caps would have won the championship if he would have won this race. 3.995 for Ron Caps at 319.45. Uh, just above 320 at the eighth mile and 0, uh, 043 off the line. So he was he was loaded for Bayer. Uh, Matt Hagen, 3.948 at 322.34 miles per hour. He was sub 320 to the eighth mile, 277, uh, 074 off the line. So the championship hopes for Matt Hagen are still alive. All right. So next we got Alexis DeJoria and Tim Wilkerson. Alexis is going to get the win. 3.988 at 318 miles per hour. Uh, she was second off the line, but Tim encountered some issues uh, on his way down the racetrack. So moving on, we got top fuel semifinals here. Uh, so remember, Steve Torrance uh, has already wrapped up the championship. Um so at this point he's just racing to win the battle as well. Uh so we got Trip Tatum in that Nitro Ninja top fuel car uh next to Antron Brown Matco Tools Toyota Sirius XM Global Electronics. Um <clears throat> Antron makes a very nice run 3.79 uh 3.79 with a 4 on the end. We got to have that third number 324 miles per hour for the win. Uh, basically three seconds flat, 3.052 at 286.94 miles per, or 92 miles per hour. Uh, he was off the line, uh, 066. And Trip, yeah, Trip, he was off the line before Trip Tatum. Uh, Trip was out in front at the eighth mile, 3.026 at 282 miles per hour. Um, but in a losing effort, looks like he encountered some issues after that. Um, but this is the first time Tatum and Brown have faced each other in eliminations. Brown with the starting line advantage, but Tatum had the lead uh, when they went by the Christmas tree. Tatum with a puff of smoke on the top end, and Brown drove past him uh, for the win with the header flame shooting over the rear wing. Um, this is going to be the 120th career final for the Matco. Uh, top fuel pilot, Antron Brown. Okay, that's excellent. Steve Torrance and Cam Ferre. Oh, I have to mention something. So Mike Salinas in the previous round, we didn't talk about this one, I don't think. Uh, Trip Tatum obviously won the race because he just lost to Antron Brown 5.980 at 188 miles per hour. How about the car was literally almost horizontal, you know, with, I, I mean, I, I can't even describe this, that the way Mike Salinas, I mean, kudos to those giant Goodyear Eagles on the back of those. I mean, he crosses the line at nine seconds, but that was not the most impressive part of that, of that run. The car was off. I mean, at one point, all four wheels were off of the ground. Of course, he was not in the gas, of course. Um, but the car got sideways, man. I mean, you could read 
you shouldn't be able to read the side of the car from the end of the racetrack in an HRA. <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't have that. Uh but I mean, man, like those Goodyear Eagles really saved the day. Um man. So Moving on, we got Steve Torrance back into the semifinals. Just had to make sure I mentioned that. That was really, really exciting. And, uh, I mean, this 30-foot-long behemoth, just like airborne, I just think it's... But it's lighter than your car. Like, the car you drive every day, it's lighter. Top-fuel car is lighter than your car. And it's 30-foot-long and almost 8-foot tall. Yeah. Yeah. Truly incredible. Anyway, Steve Torrance, the top-fuel champ. Uh, rolling around here uh, under that Cooner Wire uh, sign next to Cam Foray with MPI, EMPI, JBS Equipment, that Todd Payton-owned top fuel car. Um, Steve Torrance coasted to the win, uh, 3.813 um, to Cam Foray's 3.831 at 313 miles per hour. Uh, so Cam was trying to chase him down, but... Nothing doing. All right, semifinals. Semifinals, top fuel funny car. <laughs> All right, we got Bob Taskin. We got John Forrest. Um, this one was very, 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 very close. <laughs> okay, um, the winner of this race was determined by two feet. Two feet. Bob Tassel is going to get the win. He's going to be in the final 3.950 at 322.58 miles per hour. To John Forrest is very respectable, 3.982 at 323.58 miles per hour. Uh, Bob runs at 3.950. Uh, I don't think I said that right the first time. Um, at the eighth mile, Matt or uh, Bob Tassel was the only one under 320, 3.198 at three two, at 277. Um, he was 0.79 at 60 foot, 0.91 off the reaction time. Uh, John Forrest, 63 light, uh, 0.902 at 60. That's a little off the pace. That tells me that he, he uh, rolled it in a little bit. That's what he does. You're allowed seven inches of rollout. Uh, it's, it, think of it more as of like a uh, like a running start, uh, but when you cheat at the not, it's not cheating. I don't want to say that because I said that last time, last podcast. It is totally legal to do this, a deep stage. Uh, but basically, you kind of you cheat the run. You don't cheat in competition because it is totally allowed to do that. Every car that or every top fuel funny car has seven inches of rollout. It's basically just a rolling start. Uh, but the reaction time suffers. So that 3.982 could have been quite a bit quicker than that. Uh, not to say that he would have won the race uh, because, I mean, Mike Neff and that quick lane motocraft Ford Mustang uh, PG really got that thing moving. Uh, so John Forrest for peak antifreeze and cooling Cornwell, uh, that Chevrolet SS Camaro with monster and blue death on it, uh, makes a solid effort, but it's going to be, uh, thinking about 2022, uh, by two feet at over 320 miles an hour. Truly amazing. Matt Hagen and Alexis DeJoria, uh, direct connection. That is a nice looking car man i'm telling you uh simple keep it simple stupid i love that 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 uh tactic i mean 
the you don't have to put all these things on the car for it to look really cool. Uh, at the end of the day, this is professional racing, <laughs> so you kind of have to keep it a little professional. I mean, they look really cool. Uh, but anyway, Dodge SRT Hellcat for Penzoil. He's got Napa and gear wrench on his vehicle as well. All right. So we got Ron Caps watching from the starting line. He's watching. Uh, next to Alexis DeJoria, Bandero Tequila, Rocket Phones, that Camry. This is the last race for that Camry uh, for her. Alexis DeJoria gets the win. 3.940 at 321.04 miles per hour. She was sub 320 uh, at the eighth mile. 3.8184 at 278.12 miles per hour. 881 at 60. And 8 or 0. Uh, 81 off the line to Matt Hagens. Very again respectable. 3.975 at 317.79 miles per hour. He was just above 320. 3.219 at um 276.13 miles per hour. He was 881 at 60 feet, and he was off the line. Uh, 040 or 040. 54. Ron Caps is the funny car champion of the world. Uh, so that's his second for Napa, Gear Wrench, Dodge, Pennzoil. Uh, that that is amazing. I love seeing Ron Caps. I, I mean, I was one of the most happy people. One of the most happy. I love it. I was one of the happiest people when he first when he you know, got it done in 2016. Um, how about the margin of victory in this one, guys, four feet. So <laughs> in Nitro Funny Car and NHRA, in the semifinals of the finals of 2021, we got both Nitro Coupe races decided by less than five feet at over 320 miles per hour for both. Wow, Matt Hagen was running 317, but he was approaching 320. Um, wow, incredible, incredible. Uh, so congratulations to Ron Caps getting that second victory. All right, it's final time. It's final time. Thank you for sticking in here with me, having a good time with me. I'm having a great time. I hope you are too. Uh, I love talking drag racing, uh, and I like talking, so... <laughs> Two things that I like doing. Uh, I already have the skill set to hit record. And here we are with the Nitro Performance Guide. <laughs> but anyway, again, I hope you are enjoying yourself. So Nitro Funny Car is first up because we go from um, we go from uh, we go to the quickest. I don't want to say the slowest because none of these vehicles out here are slow. Um, all of them are fast, but we go we get quicker as we go. So. Uh, starting with Nitro Funny Car, we got Alexis DeJoria uh, in the right lane next to Bob Tasca the third in the left lane. They have pulled from under the Cougar Wire sign at Pomona at Auto Club, and it's time to fire the last Funny Car race of 2021. Here we go. We got Alexis DeJoria for Bandero Tequila Rocket Phones. Toyota. Toyota Camry. This is the final race for her in this Toyota Camry next to Bob Tasker Motorcraft Quick Lane Auto Trader Ford Mustang with Mike Neff turning turning 
the wrenches. I've been saying tuning the wrenches. <laughs> anyway, so Alexis with Nikki uh, Bonafonte and Dale Worsham turning the wrenches over on her side of the racetrack. We got Bob Tasker getting the win, 3.955 at 321.65 miles per hour. He was right at 320 at the eighth mile, 3.204 at 278 miles per hour, 893.60, and uh, uh, 68 off the line. There we go. That was hard to say. <laughs> All right. To Alexis DeJoy is another side-by-side great run here. 3.974 at 322.58 miles per hour. She was just above 320 at the eighth mile. 3.220 at uh, 277.77 miles per hour. Uh, she was 896 at 60 foot. And she was off the line second. Uh, the throttle stop fell off on the burnout. The car revved up a lot. Uh, these cars use a throttle stop that keeps the throttle from opening entirely on the burnout. Uh, now, as technology has gotten better, uh, they have stops on there. There was a couple teams, a couple of the, few of the veterans, uh, as technology got better, that was like, you know, doing the throttle itself, like without a throttle stop on it. Uh, so, I mean... Awesome. <laughs> the the throttle's only opening a one sixteenth of an inch. Uh, I mean, it and it just it blows my mind how essential the the burnout is, but how bombastic and boisterous it is. It's just you would think it'd be something that someone does to show off, but it's literally a, an essential part for the cars. I love it. But anyway, the throttle stop fell off, and it just zing that that. RPM. They like to really regulate everything on these cars. It eliminates the variables. So if you zing that thing too up, I mean, that's not why she lost. Um, she just got outrun. But if you if you send that RPM up there, that is an, a, a variable that they didn't plan for. So we gotta, you know, adjust that, you know, on the the with the barrel valve uh, when they pull it back to the racetrack to make sure it's idling at the right RPM. Uh, the driver can see all of this in the top fuel car, not necessarily on a funny car. Same information, but the dri uh, the driver can't necessarily see it like they do in the top fuel car. All right, speaking of top fuel cars, top fuel dragster, final race of the 2021 season. A very, very, very good season. I, you know, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. Antron Brown from Matco Tools, Sirius XM, Hankstifers, his last race under the tutelage of DSR. He's going to be a team owner when we come back. That's huge, totally huge uh, for for the sport. For just, I mean, it, it's big for a lumber a number of reasons. Okay, uh, representation matters for sure. Uh, Capco, Redline Oil, Mac Tools. Steve Torrance is going to win the battle and. He's going to win the war 3.759 at 317 miles per hour. He was 071 off the line. Steve-O couldn't see the Christmas tree, he said in a post-race interview. Now, that's really bad at that track. Sometimes the, the sun will sit right down at the far end of the racetrack. And these drivers have to cut the light. They have to leave when the light tells them to go, right? 
And sometimes I can't see that, you know, we can't stop racing because I mean, I'm not sure if it's ever been done, but like if the sun is just in someone's eye, we can't run the race, you know. Uh, so that's why they try to have this race done before the uh, the sun goes down, because the sun is literally glaring in their face. They cannot see the Christmas tree, uh, or let alone the racetrack. And that's pretty important when you're going down there 330 or 320 miles per hour. Uh, Antron Brown, another solid pass, 3.803 at just 312. I'm sure they were looking for more on that one. Uh, 054 off the line. These are the best friends, the buddies. 048 uh, in the right lane, and then a 0, uh, 838 60 in the left lane. Uh, one, 2.163 6, uh, 330 uh, for Antron, and 2.125 for Steve Torrance. Uh, Steve Torrance was just at three seconds, 3007 at 286 miles per hour. In the other lane, Antron was just off the pace, 3.0. 3.8 at 279 miles per hour, but he's going to be a team owner. I just want to say that again. I, you know, being a, uh, you know, man of color, it is a black man seeing, you know, a black man own a top fuel team. Uh, it just shows you what, what can be done, you know? uh speed for all that's why i love about the nhra we we are certainly a one of if not the most diverse motorsport there is uh just in the people the cars the experience that you get it's it's truly 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 beautiful to support and work with these guys um 2021 is in the books that was the final race uh, both cars going down there over 300 miles an hour. Um, Steve Torrance is going to get the win. It's going to be his fourth straight in top fuel. The guy is a monster. Bobby Lagana, Richard Hogan, getting that car together all the time for Capco. Uh, Red Lino or Toyota is going to be joining them, joining them uh, next season at the Winter National. So you're going to see Toyota on that car. Uh, TRD going to be helping them out. Uh, as if they need more help, right? Um, so congratulations to that whole team. Uh, Nitro Funny Car, we got Ron Caps for Napa, Auto Parts, uh, Gear Wrench, uh, Pennzoil, Dodge, that, that Hellcat gets it done. Um, <laughs> they said at the other end of the racetrack, uh, Ron Caps owes Alexis DeJoria some money <laughs> for what she did for him. Uh, because if it wasn't for her, um, you know, we would have really had to see how it played out um, for Matt Hagen and those guys. But that, there's certainly no slouch. The funny car class. I just say the top fuel classes, top fuel dragster and nitro funny car. It's getting very pro stock like says an ex pro stock driver, Alex Laughlin, uh, one of my faves out there. I mean, I the guy can drive anything, you know. He uh he said it's getting very pro stockish, and you know it's getting close. I mean, we we talked about last week, three point seven nine was only good for fifteenth at the Midwest Nationals, and then you know, you got them really bunched up in there. Uh, Funny car was really bunched up, uh, so it it's getting really really cool. Um, pro stock, Greg Anderson for Hendricks Doc 
KendricksCars.com. Uh, Kyle Larson getting it done on the NASCAR circuit. And Greg Anderson will get it done on this end. This is going to be his fifth um, championship. Truly amazing to watch that guy. He's had the best car all year. Uh, that Chevrolet has been nasty all year. Um, you know, they did the, 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 the uh, qualifying shenanigans that didn't quite work out for him this time. Greg Anderson gets it done with his 99th win. He also won his class, his respective class today, uh, as well as Matt, ha uh, Matt, not Matt Hagen, Matt Smith for Denzo. Uh, winner of the Auto Club Finals, he won 200 miles per hour in the final. He was just cracking them off like it was, like it was no, no nobody's business. So on the stage when they celebrated, when they had all four champions in the uh, camping world classes up there, 16 combined championships. How about that? You know, uh, I, it's just such a great time in the sport. Uh, I really do hope they get that coverage uh, like they deserve. Because I'm telling you, it it was very cool to watch. Um, I want to share some of the quotes that I got. Um, so I'll start with Greg Anderson. He said, on the mental game of this sport, um, I don't think about how big the run is until you pass the scoreboards. 99 wins for him. You do not think about how big that round is until you pass the scoreboards. Absolutely. It's a mental game just as much as it's physical. These are athletes. Um, you got to surround yourself with good people. Support them and they will take you to the front, said Billy Torrance to his son, Steve Torrance, on his fourth straight championship. Hard work, great support. That's a badass hot rod. It's been the baddest hot rod all week or all year. Um, I mean, that monster car has been a badass hot rod as well. That's certainly the car to beat as well. Uh, Mama K, Dom Lagana, uh, Bobby Lagana are the big reasons why that positive attitude is is happening over there. And you can see when you when you the universe gives you what you put out. You know, that positive energy begets positive energy. Ron Caps wanted to get it down there. He wanted to drive it himself. He's a driver. He wants, you know, he they like to put their destiny in their own hands. I mean, rightfully so, right? Um, but he was, he had to watch. That's just how it was going. Uh, he thought Matt Hagen was going to win the race. He thought Matt Hagen had the funny car that could have won the race. Uh, but Alexis had other plans that rocket phones, top fuel, funny car. I love calling them that even though nobody calls them that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Bob Tasker, the third wins. The battle, but not the war. Convince for he convinced Ford to get out of or to get back into the NHRA because they they left uh, John Forrest Racing. They had had a long uh, relationship with John Forrest Racing, and Ford just decided to you know not be in professional drag racing. And Bob Tasker is a big reason why they are back. Uh, so that's very cool. He's also a big. Uh, participant in the youth and education uh he's privileged to drive his race car uh he needed the win they really really needed it just for morale going into the uh the winter break um he is looking great going into next season i mean he had the best funny car uh in the class uh not too long uh ago so 
we were talking about Bob Tasker earlier for the championship. And then, uh, you know, a couple first rounds here, a couple first rounds there. Uh, and and his, his championship hopes were done. But he made a very strong showing. Um, anytime you can win the finals, that's always good to go into the offseason uh, with some, you know, with... You don't have a chip on your shoulder. You won the last time everybody pulled into a racetrack together. You won your class. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, so, again, congratulations to the Motor Crab PG, PPG um, race car. Motor Crab for Ford, Mike Neff, and all of those guys over there. Um, so it's the end of the season. So that's the end of the races. Uh, but... No fear, we will still be making content. Like I said, uh, we will still be making um, podcasts, and we're going to be talking about a lot of things. Uh, this gives this it's fun. I could be the teacher that I am, you know, teach things rather than uh, going over performance, which is I love doing that too because I, I use um, the the avenue to educate. Even though I know it can get a little dense, it's a lot of numbers, but. Uh, I, I just really wanted to make this podcast to just showcase just how impressive these things are. It, it takes a lot to impress me, first and foremost. It's for me, a classical musician to, you know, I, you know, I'm a musician and that's that's, you know, you guys know all my music that you've heard this season so far. That's what I do. But NHRA drag racing is my man. It's my bread and butter. I love it so much. And I would. I'd love to own a team one day, you know. I just want to hit the gas. I just want to hit the gas in a top fuel car. Ha! I want it behind me. I want it behind me. I don't. I want to be clean uh, when I get out. I don't want the clutch dust on me. You know, those funny car drivers are. You know, they. You know, you put on a new fire suit and it's black <laughs> because that clutch dust. It's wearing, uh, but it's cool. I love it. It's man i'm so happy to be doing this i'm happy to 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 make this kind of content because it's cool it's it's you know it's a good time to be talking in hra drag racing it just is so uh this isn't the end for by 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 any means at all but like i said hopefully you made it this far i and, and i say it every week and i do mean it i don't take it for granted at all thank you for your support Thank you for taking the time to listen to me talk about these bad-ass hot rods um, that you can hear in the next city, <laughs> in the next state. Uh, Ten miles away, you can hear these cars. We're going to talk about all of that during the off-season. We're going to be breaking, not off-season, the winter break, excuse me. We're going to be talking about sound. We're going to be talking about the header flames. We're going to have guests. We're going to have, you know, some some of my best friends also, shout out to Precious Doll for printing out my uh, printed out this week for me, printing out the numbers so I can uh, get look more organized. I still wrote my stuff down, but uh, hats off to her. Um, you know, we're gonna have a lot of exciting content coming. Silly season has begun. There's gonna be a lot of news coming out on that. Hey, Alan Johnson's gonna be in a Kalita uniform next week or next year. What? You know, a lot like that. So uh, it's it's an exciting time for the NHRA. So stay tuned with that. Uh, my Instagram at Nitro Performance Guy. Um, that is going to be a good place to go. I'm going to be posting news there. Uh, it's going to be a great, great, great 
a couple weeks coming up here. I'm very excited about the content we have planned. Um, So with that, I'm going to let you go. I've talked your ear off enough. I know. I've talked my own ear off. I'm tired of listening to myself talk. I'm just kidding. I love my voice. (laughs) I love listening to myself talk. Literally love it. No. Anyway. um, See, I didn't say just playing because I wasn't. No. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to see you next week on the Nitro Performance Guide. I'm TJ, your host, the Nitro Performance Guy. And we'll see you next week for the next edition of the podcast. You have a good day. Bye-bye.